Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the iBug Buzz for Monday, April 12th, 2021. My name is Brad Snyder, and along with Sandia Rao, we are your hosts for this presentation. The iBug Buzz is an open forum discussion where we talk about all things iOS and related. That includes the iPad, the iPhone, the iPod Touch, the Apple Watch and Apple TV. Uh, this call is being recorded. So we ask that everyone remain on mute unless you're speaking. Um, you will, if you're on the Zoom app on your iPhone, you will find the mute button down in the lower left corner of your screen. If you're on the iPad, you will find it near the top center of the screen on your Mac, you can use the key sequence, command plus shift plus A. If you're on uh, your Windows computer, it is Alt A. And if you're joining us by a regular telephone call tonight, you can use the star six to mute and unmute. Uh, we do not use the uh, raise hand feature here at iBug. What we do is if you would like to speak, we ask that you state your name and wait to be called upon by the host. Uh, as I said, this call is being recorded and will be posted to the iBugToday.org website as well as on the Sight and Sound website. The iBug Buzz is also available as a podcast. And you can find it in your podcast player of choice by searching for iBug Buzz. You can also ask your smart device to play the podcast by requesting that it play the iBug Buzz. Um, I guess with those introductions out of the way, if I didn't forget anything, let's go ahead and hand it off to the iBug guy for some announcements. Michael? All right. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, it's announcement time. All right. What's coming up in the iBug world this coming week? Well, let's start out this Thursday. We've got Trekkie Talk. All you Trekkies and Trekkie wannabes, we are watching Discovery series. Uh, we are on episodes five and six of season one. We're just getting started, so good time to join in. So we'll watch those ahead of time. We have the audio described versions of those, and you can go to our website and find the link, Tricky Talk link on the main page, and that'll take you to the link to get, well, take you to the Tricky Talk page, and then you can get the link from there to uh, access those episodes that's at 8 p.m thursday 8 p.m central time on this very same zoom line then friday night of course we've got the friday night virtual movies ibug night at the virtual movies join in at 7 30 p.m for the pre-social discussion and music game trivia and bad joke at time and all that other good stuff and then we'll start the movie at eight and then right after the movie we have a nice discussion with those that want to stick around and 
critique the movie and tell how they felt and how much they cried and all that good stuff. Okay, then I think that's it. We don't have anything this weekend that I'm aware of. So it's a light week, a couple of social events, and we'll see you back here next Monday. What about we, the Tuesday night? The Tuesday night. Oh, oh, mini buzz, mini buzz. A mini buzz. I haven't got there yet. Okay. <laughs> the week okay. is not as light as you think. All right. So, yeah, we'll get to that one in just a moment. But to uh, find out about all of the different training sessions and social events that iBug hosts, you can always go to our website that Brad mentioned earlier, iBug Today at, no, iBugToday.org .org is our website. And there's links to all the good stuff there. The, all of our events, tab, there's a tab called upcoming and that'll list all the upcoming events for the following this month of April. Uh, you can find all the recorded recordings of all the sessions like Brad mentioned. And you can also find out about the Jumpstart Mentoring Program, our one-on-one -on -one training session. Follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. It's a good place in between these Monday night sessions to get information and to uh, post a question if you have something come up that you need help with. Uh, and that's uh, facebook.com slash groups slash iBug today. And then follow, follow us on Twitter. Handle is at iBug today. And now our newest adventure is over in the clubhouse world. If you were uh, on our clubhouse uh, training session yesterday at the iBug Cafe, then you found out everything you needed to know to enjoy Clubhouse, the hottest little audio-based social media app out there right now. And uh, we've got people that uh, are coming into and finding out about iBug through Clubhouse, didn't even know we existed. But we have a training session. Uh, it's actually, we call it our mini buzz, very similar to what we're going to do here tonight, but it's just a one hour format meeting. So if you're on Clubhouse, search for the iBug Today Club, and you can follow us and keep track of those meetings and others that we plan to have in the future. So. That's what, and that's at uh, 5 p.m. Central Time on Clubhouse. And now I think that's it. And I'll turn it back over to Brad. All right. Thank you very much, Michael. All right. This time, uh, what we like to do is take it around the room and give everybody a chance to introduce yourself, say hi, tell us where you're from. And most important, if this is your first time, joining us at iBug or more specifically on the iBug Buzz, please let us know and uh, we will acknowledge that. So without further ado, let's begin. My name is Brad and I am in Dallas. My name is Isaac Gaber and, and I'm in Temple, Texas. My name is Mateo and I'm in so Massachusetts. This is Judy in Connecticut. Mark in Montreal. 
This is Nancy from Bend. Jake from Michigan. Patrick Jim in Connecticut. From, Jim from this North is, Carolina. Anne from California. This is her forgotten uh, mini buzz moderators, you know, from uh, Houston. So. This is Hal in Canada. Oh, Hal. Terry, and I used to be from Illinois, but I got bored with that. No, so, so now I'm from Mars. Wow. I think we have first one to join us from Mars. Yeah. <laughs> Chanel in Houston. Hey, Chanel. Hi, I'm Shani from Venus. Hey, Chanel. This is Keith, keeping it weird and awkward. There you go. Roy in Fort Worth. Hey, Roy. This is Stephen in Austin. Hey, Stephen. This Don't is Ned and Kyle. Say, oh, I heard just, I heard what Ned, is that Ned and Kyle and somebody else in there? Yeah, Kyle, Texas. Uh-huh. Is there somebody else? Yeah, Jody from New Hampshire. Hey, Jody. All right, who else we got? Is that it? Sonia from Houston. All right. Last but not least. And Michael in Houston. All right. Even more last but not least. All right. And I'm done listening. Oh, go away. Okay. All right. All right. That's everyone. Let's see. Do we have any what we like to do? We'll go start with some questions here now. And if we've got anybody who's new to using their iOS device, we like to let the newbies get the first crack. So anybody out there who's new at using an iPhone or iPad or any other iOS based uh, device, we'd like to take your question to get the show started. Who'd like to go first? If we don't have a new person, we'll take, we'll take any question. This is Patrick. Hey Patrick, <clears throat> go ahead. All right. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> pardon me. Using my iPhone, it's an SE twenty twenty. In in, the, in in receiving a text, uh, oftentimes there may be a link inside the text, and boy, only a couple of times have I been able to actually click that link in the text. Is is that a problem with everyone, or is there a, is there something I need to learn to enable that link? This is Nancy. Hey, this is her. Hey, Nancy, go ahead. Hang on. Let's okay. go with Nancy first. Go All ahead, right. Nancy. I used to have the same problem. And what you need to do is go to your rotor and there's a link option and go, well, go into your message that has the link, go to your rotor and find link options and swipe down to the uh, URL and double tap on it and then you can get in. But if you don't find that link option and swipe down, then it won't let you in. Oh, thank you. You know what? I, I, I did put it. I did turn the rotor to link. I didn't know I had to swipe down. So you swipe down and then it's and then I'm able to double double click on it. Yeah. So mm. make sure that you're on that www, you know, whatever and double tap on that and then it'll open that link. But boy, oh, yes, so I, was I had a really hard time on. with that myself. <laughs> boy, Herbie, I was going crazy with that little simple act. Oh, thank yeah, you. Herbie, do you have anything to add to that? 
Yes, I was just going to say, no, I've been complaining about this very same issue last week, actually. Um, but one thing I had to do yesterday when encountering this issue again is, um, like, for instance, some I had a text message with some Apple Music links, and I would be hovering over the link, and it would just sit there and say Apple Music, and I couldn't even get links to even show up on the rotor. So then I had to close out messages, come back, and this time suddenly they were showing properly and sometimes I had to do some swiping to get them to actually show up. So um, I've noticed that lately it seems to take sometimes a little bit, um, I, I at least yesterday, you know, I had to do a little bit more. You know, re resetting the messages app also seemed to help because I could not even get links to show up in the rotor. So that was my experience yesterday. So the moral is just play with it. Pretty much. All right. Thank you, Herbie. All right, Patrick, I think that answered that for you. Yes, thank you. All right. Okay. Who's like to go next? Who's got another question? Don't Mark, be shy. Mark, we all? Yes, sir, Mark. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I've never really under, clearly understood the notifications, the banners. I know they come and go. The badges and there's, I think there's another one. What differentiates how a notification is read generally, first of all? That would be part number one, part A. Number one, part B would be how do you do it in email so that you get maybe who the message, without going into the email, so that when the notification is read, you want just the who the message is from and maybe the subject line is there a way to do that who can help first Marcus? of all would be generally in notifications what determines how, how much information is read okay i'm a little bit confused about badges banners and all okay. uh, i think banners badges and sounds sounds okay. is obvious but the other who two can help, who can help mark out with these notification issues This is Chanel. I can take a stab at it. Okay, Chanel. Thank you. Um, so banners are things that, well, I guess they, it used to be that they were temporary, but I guess you can also make them permanent. Like, um, so banners are, they display the notification itself. And I think they can be either temporary or you can have them where you have to dismiss them manually. Um, the badges show like the number of notifications, I think, in an app. Um, so, or in your notification center. Well, I know, for example, like on Facebook, it might, if I'm on my home screen or wherever the Facebook app is, it might say 12 new items or whatever. And I think that has to do with the badge thing. But I, I've never fully understood that. I that's, on, that's on the that's on the app, uh, the uh, icon on the screen. I know that with, with mail, it'll say like six. I mean, until you got six new mail messages, or on uh, on email or on messages, it'll tell you got new new you know text messages. So Is ideally, it? you want to have it's Mark speaking. Ideally, you want to have both set up. You want to have the badges on and the banners on. For regular notifications. This, this is, is Nancy. Keith. And Nancy, go ahead. Actually, let Keith go because I already had a turn. Oh, okay. 
Said I was just going, yeah, and yeah, I was just going to say, say on the badges, that's correct. They it uh, shows the number on the icon itself, and the helpful thing is uh, you can go in each of the apps and and set up badges or banners or both. And some things you you may not want the badges, but I like uh, on the mail and the messages. I really like having them because the number says how many unread. Uh, emails you have and how many unread texts you have. So I, I know, you know, going into that list of messages, I know I have 107 mess- unread messages to look for. And uh, so it keeps me from missing messages. And how but, do you set up your emails so that you determine how much is read in the notification? All I really want to hear is who the messages from and maybe the subject of it is there a way to do that or this is not go ahead keith you can actually go into the mail settings uh mail in settings and you can uh, set it up there how much you want the preview to uh if it's nothing or one line or two lines or or what have you and then based on that and based on how you have your notifications set up is what it will announce and, uh, okay. Uh, Works for me. Thanks so much. I'll myself right. now. This is Nancy. Right. Yeah, go ahead, Nancy. Um, I was just going to say, Mark. The other place you can go is to um, to notification settings and notifications, and it'll give you which apps uh, you want to to give you notifications because they all can. But you can say, I don't, I don't want TV to to keep popping up and saying oh what's on next or whatever so you can and you can dismiss it and you can also um have it give you options like remind me in an hour or tell me tomorrow or something like that so that's that's in in settings and notifications all right this is Sri. yeah go ahead Sri. Also, Mark, you can, when you get a notification, um, it's going to be in your top portion of your screen, right by the status bar. You can tap and then flick up or flick down, and and one of the options you'll get is dismiss. So you can dismiss that notification um, if you um, don't you know, want to see it. Um, also, you can go to any of the apps in settings, like like people mentioned, the mail app. If you go down to the bottom, there is a group notification too. So I know that's a little bit different than what you're talking about getting the screen pop, but you can also set it up so that all your mail notifications are grouped together. That's a, that's a, that's a setting that's uh, found in most of the apps when you go to the settings. This is Keith. Yeah, go ahead, Keith. A couple more things. When you do have a banner set and you do have a, banner notification come in and you it seems like it's hijacking the screen uh, do flick up on it and dismiss it sometimes it it hangs up and and just doesn't go away and will not let you it, depending on the app or whatever you're in you just have to flick up and dismiss it but the other cool thing about the banner notification especially with messages that i really like is when uh, say Brad sends me a text. I have have the uh, banner going across the screen. I you can double tap that banner and it'll take you straight into the text, so you can respond 
to Brad. All right. Awesome. All right. Did that cover that for you, Mark? That'll do it. Thanks so All much. All right. Thank you. All right. Who'd like to go next? This is D. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. First of all, I'd like to thank everybody for the wonderful seminar on cloud clubhouse yesterday. I thought that was fantastically done. Okay. But I have a problem. I went in last night to sign up and it says, okay, let's set up your profile. And then it says import from Twitter. I don't have a Twitter account and that's the only thing they've got there. So would I have to have a Twitter account to get on clubhouse? Who'd like to help us out with this one? This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. You don't need to have a Twitter to be in Clubhouse. The Twitter is just uh, what you can use if somebody wants to direct message you. It's right now they only have two platforms for that, and Twitter is one of them, and Instagram is the second one. But you don't need to have that set up to have Clubhouse running. You only need it if you want to have direct messages. Okay, there was no next button Kerry. or anything else on there. This is Kimmy. Hey, this go is ahead. Kerry. Yeah, go ahead, Carrie. Uh, uh, there is, at least on mine, there was also a um, setup uh, or import from Twitter, but then if I swipe to the right again, I think it was, it said something about or set up by hand. Now, mine doesn't say that. It's just like it just comes through the brick wall and quits. Mm. And, and what I've, happens if you swipe back to the left? Uh, just get that set up by Twitter again through Twitter. And I've mm. kind of slid my finger have... all around on the page to see if there was anything. Wow. Because I had this both is, options. This huh. is true. Go ahead, Shree. Uh, I'll wait till um, I think. Uh, I think Kenny. Kenny was Kenny. first. Go oh, ahead, I'm Kenny. sorry. Kenny. Kenny was in there. Yeah. Yeah, this is Kenny. Um, they, um, I just helped someone set up um, Clubhouse yesterday, and there was a setup manually option, and so we selected that because they didn't want to do Twitter and um, bypassed it and began typing in the information manually. Was and, that on the same page as yes. the setup at Twitter? Yep, it was on the same page. So if you close out your Clubhouse and open it back up, it, it should have set up manually and uh well, i didn't might, i that, sure didn't might, see it that might be i didn't see it or hear it <laughs> yeah but but it is there it was there because i just they just okay. downloaded um clubhouse yesterday it could either might even had skip for now or something like that but there was a way to set everything up manually and we typed in there um name and all that gave them the phone number to, you have to give them the phone number to authorize yeah. I put my phone number in there. Okay, so you're off for that. Yeah, and uh, be, there's also, um, if you ever get past that Twitter part, there's also a place where they want you to follow a whole bunch of people. You do not have to follow those people. Uh, there's a, If you scroll to the way to the bottom, um, there's a, either a follow button or a, I think it's a skip or something like that. And uh, just throwing that out there, the name of the game on Clubhouse. Okay. Follow, follow, follow. The more you follow, the more you see. Yeah. This is this is this is Brad. I'm wondering if she's seeing a screen that allows her to sign into Clubhouse using her 
Twitter credentials as opposed to creating uh, her yeah. own login uh, uh, credentials with specific to Clubhouse. It's been a while since I've signed into Clubhouse, so I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, there was a, 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 oh, hang on. or Sri was gonna step. Yeah, Sri. I'll pass. I think what Kenny said is what I was gonna say. So okay. Okay. Go ahead, Kenny. Michael. Michael. Well, go ahead, Kenny, and then I got a comment. Kenny? I forgot Were one you? announcement I needed to. Okay. Yeah, this is funny. I, I I saw exactly what um, da, um, Delilah is saying, where he's asking for your Twitter. But there was a there was a like do things manually or skip it or there was another option there, and I chose that and just typed everything in manually. This and is Herbie, not about my day. Okay, uh, Herbie. Um, you know, question: D, Were you setting up Clubhouse on an iPhone or an iPad? An iPhone. Okay, because I was wondering if it was the iPad. Could there somehow be you know the screen you're missing in a different part of the. Uh, um, area, but there goes that theory. So, yeah, it came up. I had in my invite, and it came up and showed who my invite was, and had his picture there and everything. And on that page, it says, "Let's set up your profile." And right below it, it says, "I forgot how it said that about you know, Twitter." But then there was no anything else. This is Donna. Okay, Donna. I was going to suggest that if need be double check and make sure there's no clubhouse updates and then if there's no updates you might want to uninstall and then reinstall the app all right this is Sonia. i think michael had a comment yeah and michael well, i think well, michael wanted to bring up something else in the outside i thought it, we'd finish with this one but i guess we yeah, yeah if everybody's done with this, done with this. i'm on, just gonna say say something Go real ahead. quick Go ahead, Keith, and then we'll finish Any, up with this one. I was going to say, anytime you're in Clubhouse and you get stuck, I've found that the scrub gesture works really well about yes, getting does. you out of a, a jam page like that. So maybe try that as well, D, and see okay. if it will take you to a different screen. All right. Yeah, All right. I tried it last night, and then I just tried before I came on here a little while ago. But both times it, uh, when I put my phone number in, it showed my phone number tonight. But there again, it sent me another text with another code. Uh, they're probably not going to do that too many times. This is Shree. Okay, Shree, let's try to uh, finish this. Yeah, one. I was just going to say ahead. just about the code. Just keep in mind that anytime uh, what I've noticed uh, is if I'm going from one device to another device, you you will receive a new code to reconnect to your device. You're not going to lose any of your information, but you will receive a code. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay. I think we took care of that one. Michael, let's see what you've got. Yeah. I was, I meant to announce this at the beginning. You know, we know and we recognize there's probably going to be people always having a clubhouse questions for the near future. And uh, what we decided uh, right after the uh, mid midsection break, we're going to hold all clubhouse questions and we'll have about a 10, 15 minute period there after 8.30 for clubhouse questions. So from here on out, if we can follow that, that'd be great. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. Okay. Thanks. All right. We'll have Nancy. a clubhouse section after the halfway point already. Nancy, go ahead. Okay. First, I just want to say, um, I didn't ask 
Sandhya about this, but I'm going to just take the liberty to tell you all, we always announce about the um, mentoring program, and I'm helping coordinate that program. And I just want to say we have eight pairs right now, and we have about four more um, that I'm getting ready to get people paired up. So if you're interested, please let us know because we are having a ball with this mentoring program. At least I am. So anyway, I just want to, I've met some awesome people. We have some amazing mentors that can work with people. So if you know somebody who needs some help, or uh, if you want to be one of those awesome, cool people, um, just let us know because we would, you know, we're growing. It's really awesome. So I wanted to just say that. And now I got my new iPhone SE. I have been having trouble for about three months with my stupid old phone. It wouldn't um, switch from the speaker to the earpiece. So I finally used my Apple Care and I replaced that phone. Oh my gosh. If you guys are having trouble with your phone and you have Apple Care, do the switch. It is worth it. <laughs> but I have two unread messages in my iMessages and I can't find them. It just keeps saying I have two unread messages and I've looked in my pinned messages and I've read down the, you know, the most recent and I can't, there's one missing message and I can't, does anybody have any idea how I'm Go ahead, Shri. Uh, did you ask Siri to play unplayed messages? No, but that's a great idea. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Very good. I hadn't thought of that one myself. All right. Thank you, Shri. Um, let's see who else. And thank you, Nancy, for the info on the mentoring program. That was very good. Thank you for that. Okay. Who'd like to go next? Who's got a question this, for this us? This is Judy in Connecticut. Okay. Okay, Judy, go ahead. Thanks. Um, I was talking to Apple support today. I was having some issues with my iCloud drive, um, trying to get it to um, work with my PC. But in the midst of our conversation, they had me switch some things around in my iCloud drive. And I wasn't even sure what I was switching until I went back and looked after we hung up. And I had had all my like 100 items were in alphabetical order. And what they did was um, had me switch things around, I think by date. So now everything is like all screwed up. And I don't even know how I did that. How, how do I get it back to alphabetical order in my iCloud drive? Where, where, what settings do I go to? Um, who'd like to take this one for Judy? Anybody? Anybody got experience with? Go ahead, Herbie. Are you talking about on your phone or on your computer? On my phone. And when I go to files and iCloud drive, um, you know, you can say on my iPhone or iCloud drive and on, on the iCloud drive, they're all by date. Open files. Okay. Let's see if there's anything. I'm kind of, if anybody actually knows, um, otherwise I'm going to look to see if there's any settings. And I know we had some files presenters on here not too long ago. I mean, somehow he had these switches. I would think there would be some kind of options at the bottom. Or in the uh, top corner, there should be a sort button or something, I'm thinking. Yeah. 
And I haven't messed with this in a long time. Let's go back to the, if it would probably be on the main screen. Oh, let's see, there's a more button. Oh, there's a select new button. Oh, okay, so if you go to the more button, here, I'm going to slow the speech down. Okay, so are, we, we can... are we in files? Are we starting out in files? We are in files. So I'm going to get out of here. So I'm at the browse, you know, the browse back button. Yep. So if I swipe to the right, I've got the iCloud Drive heading. More button. And then a more oh. button. Oh. If I double tap that. Select button. I've got a select button. I'm not quite sure what that is, but that's not what we want at the moment. New folder button. I can create a new folder. Scan documents button. A scan and document. Connect to server button. Connect to server. Icons button. Now we get our sorting options. We've got icons. Selected list button. It says selected list. So that tells me that that's how I have mine sorted because that's what's selected. Selected name button. Oh, and then we got name that's selected. So I think that's the one you'd want selected as well. Date button. And in your case, it would probably say date selected, and mine doesn't because that's not. Ah, oh, there it is. Button. Kind button. Tags button. Dismiss context menu. And there button. you go. So you just select the. Make sure it's More list button. is selected, not icons, and select name and. That'll probably put them back into alphabetical order. Yes. Okay, cool. And I think you may need to hit the select button to have it change. Um, nope, you just hit the button and that fixes it. Okay, so you don't have to. So, so once you hit the name button, that'll automatically take it back. And then just make sure list, go to more and make sure list is selected and name is selected. So. Right. Oh, cool. All right. Thank you. While you're in there, Herbie, do you see an ascending or descending button? No, I did not. Interesting. Oh, I just right. saw icons list. It might change. I can see if it changes if I go to icons. Well, I'm um, wondering if you hit font, if you hit heading. name more than once, more if it's if it changes the uh, um, A to Z I, or so Z to A. Name it takes me back to the previous screen. Okay. Uh, this is Shri. Go ahead, Shri. Yeah, there's one other feature in there that Herbie's going over. What do you, uh, there's this uh, feature where when you're in the files app. If you ever want to, let's say, share a document and you want to share like four or five documents, when you're in the browse section, there is a select and a, uh, you have a select all. It's going to just basically check box everything. And there's one next to that is where you can individually check the file that you may want to send someone. I think that's the one, Herbie, that you uh, you skipped. You said, I wasn't sure what that was. That's what. Yeah, that's, yeah. It, yes. If you go to that select, you can select multiple files. Uh. Cool. But what, yeah, but for what you want, like I said, name is, uh, it, so that's what they had to do is go into that more button. So. Aha. Okay. Thank you so much. Awesome. Yep, you're welcome. Let us know if that fixes it. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. This is Who's, Nancy. Can, yes. can I jump in? Cause I have a files question also. Go ahead, Nancy. Um, I'm curious if somebody knows how to create sub, I can create folders, but how on the phone do you create subfolders? And this is a little bit step further. Wow. If I do that, uh, if I take files that are in voice stream and I want to 
make a subfolder in files. Is it still easy to get to those files instead of having 400 files in folders on in VoiceStream when it, it's getting cumbersome to try and find things now? You want to take that, Herbie? Yes. Okay. So first of all, I would go into the folder that you want the subfolder in and then go to more and that new folder button. Um, that should do it. And here, I'll make sure I do know what I'm talking about real quick. Okay. Sorry, Cliff. You're going to see me seeing an experimental new folder. Um, but if I go to new folder, if I go to more, Oh, I guess I can't create. Okay, this is a folder that I actually don't have sharing rights to. Um, I will tell you, um, you know, let's go to your second question real quick. So, yeah, like for instance, my Dropbox is divided into a bunch of subfolders, you know, for different, um, like my different college courses and whatever. So, definitely, you would just use your browsing features within Voice Dream to uh, find them within the files, you know, category, and it would. I definitely think it makes finding things easier. Okay, so yep, new folder. If I double tap that, so I'm just in my documents folder. So then I've got a text field. So we're gonna um, erase what's in here. Call that test. Herbie, you may need to turn it louder, or you can just explain what you have to do. Okay, so yeah, I'm just hitting doing test. Okay, the thing disappeared on me, but yeah, that should, so you hit the new folder button, type in the folder name and look for the done button and that should do it. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Herbie. Okay, who would like to go next? Who hasn't had a chance to ask a question? Jody, no answer. Okay, Jody, go ahead. I uh, I have an SC2020, and my previous phone was an SC. My previous phone was a 6S. So every phone that I've ever had has a home button. And I have a friend who just got a 12, and he's never had an iPhone before. He's just switched over from Android. And so I've been helping him out with a lot of things on the phone, but I'm totally clueless when it comes to the uh, the phones that don't have a home button. So if I want to go into the app switcher or if I want to do a screen save or screenshot, uh, how do how do I do that when, I, when I'm trying to give him advice on using his phone without a home button? Okay. Who wants to help out Jody with uh, gestures for an iPhone without a home button? It's Kathy. Go ahead, Kathy. I can try. <laughs> okay. Give it a shot. So, the way you go into the app switcher is to take your finger on the left side of the screen. Correct me if, if it doesn't matter where it is. And um, you slide up the screen. And as you as you go up the screen, you hear little kind of, I don't know what you call them, kind of not blip. exactly beeps, little, 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 little blips. Blip. Yeah, blip. And a little vibration. It kind of goes bloop, bloop, bloop. And when you do three of them, you get into the app switcher. If you want to go to your to the home screen, you just do two of them, and it takes you to, you know, your screens where your icons are all listed. 
Um, you can also, if you need to hit home, like you want to um, turn your voice over on and off with the triple click, you can do that on the side of the phone. You hit the trip, this, your on and off switch three times quickly, and that will turn voice over on and off. Okay. Did I miss this anything? I get it. Yeah, go ahead, Sheree. Yeah, so you can basically slide uh, what, she, what she was saying. Um, you can be anywhere on the bottom of the screen. When you touch the, where the, uh, the notch of your phone is, if you just touch, you'll hear the first um, pop. And then you slide your finger up, you'll hear the second pop. Like she said, that's the home screen. And you continue to slide up, you'll hear the third pop. That'll be your app switcher. Um, when you mentioned about the uh, screenshot, you basically hold the side button and the volume up button at the same time. It will take a screenshot. So it's the power button and the and the and the up button. Volume yeah, up. button. and uh, some of the other features, uh, you can still do the notification if your focus is on the status bar. If you do a three finger swipe down, you'll get your notification center. If you do a three finger swipe up you'll get your control center. But if you don't want to use the status bar, then you do the same thing that you're kind of doing with the home screen and the app switcher, but you're going to do it from the top of the screen coming down. You'll hear the first pop as you put, touch your finger at the notch, the top notch of the phone. Just slowly slide your finger until you hear the second pop. That's your uh, control center, I believe. Or, and then you, go, you continue to go down, then you get your notification center. Okay, so so going up from the bottom, the first pop is to is that to open, to get to the home screen? No, the first pop is just so that it recognizes that you're going to do this particular gesture sliding up to get to the home screen. So that's why you want to hear that first pop because otherwise you're going to hear all the apps. So if you slide your finger from the bottom up and you start hearing the apps, then you know that the gesture says, okay, you're not trying to go to the home screen. You're just kind of touching uh exploring the screen. So you want to hear that little first pop and you'll hear it uh, when you when you touch the bottom of the notch. One thing I would recommend is that the that he or she goes to the settings accessibility and make sure you turn sound on. You turn the haptic to 100% so you can feel that pop and sound. Um, and that would probably help um, you know, feel and hear the. You're, you're those, talking uh, sounds and haptics in voiceover under audio. Oh, correct? sorry. Voiceover. Yes, correct. Yeah, sorry. sounds okay. go to voiceover, go to audio, and then there's a button for sounds and haptics. Okay. And so to unlock the screen, you just do a, a, a quick swipe up. Yep. This You'll is hear that. Yes. This is Keith. Hang on, Keith. Well, yep. He had Andrew first, actually. Yeah, Sorry. I was going to say, who was, who was that before yeah, Keith? Yeah, Andrew. Andrew? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was Andrew. just going to comment um, that. Whoops. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Andrew Sorry about that. There you I are. There you go. go. Okay. My, my um, space bar. Anyway, what I was going to say was that um, the important part to to keep in mind with the, the gestures that they're describing, and that they are correct, Um is that when you touch at the bottom of the screen um, and you hear the first acknowledgement that it, it, that it actually took that gesture, the person needs to leave their finger on the screen. They, do not, they can't lift their finger immediately. So once they gotcha. get that acknowledgement that 
first blip or whatever you want to call it or pop or whatever, they need to leave their finger on the screen and then slowly slide up until they hear the whichever pop they want. It's it's really important because if you take your finger off the screen, then it just it it completely ignores it. It's just, so it's not like one of those gestures where um, with voiceover where we can tap and then you know double tap somewhere else or whatever. It's very specific that once you begin that gesture, you need to leave your finger on the screen. Okay, Thank so you, the Anna. first the first pop is uh, just a, an acknowledge an acknowledgement that you're doing it. The second pop is uh, for the app switcher. Actually, the home first button. the second one is for the home set for the home screen, home screen. and the third one is third for one the, is for the app switcher. The app switcher. Okay. Yes, but again, um, they need to leave their finger until they hear the the, the whichever pop they actually want. Right. I got you. Okay. This is. Okay. Hang on. Go ahead, Keith. I was just going to say something to remind your friend of is make sure they start the gesture at the very bottom of the screen. Even right. if, like, they like, have a case, I always kind of rest my finger on the case and then start dragging it up because if you just start it in the middle of the screen or even a little above the bottom, it will just think you're exploring the screen. So, and like like they were saying, you if you want to get to the home and even to the app switcher, just make sure you fit, you put your finger on there the whole way through until you hear those audio cues when you're on the home button. It will tell you what your top left uh, icon is, and then as you keep dragging, it'll say app switcher. But tree is that is one of the best things is to have that haptic turn on because you can feel it when it gets there and especially if you're in a little bit of noise having that haptic feedback will go a long ways absolutely okay and then okay. and then if you want to do a screenshot it's the power button and the volume up button at the same time at the same time okay well thank you very much volume up uh, okay let's Nelson. see who else, hang on hang on who else do we have do we have sign you want to say something I was just going to show real quick, very quick. I mean, I know we talked a lot, but let me just see if we can, if y'all can hear this. So I'm starting, I have an iPhone 12 Pro Max starting at the bottom and I'm going to swipe up and let's hear what we sound. Mail 142 health app switcher messages. So it's hard to hear, but it's like there is a, a little blip. Let me try again. There was a little background noise here. Messages active. So it even the tone of the blip even goes up. It's okay. a little bit higher pitched as you go up. I never noticed that before, but that's what it is. All right. I'm, I hope you can hear it. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Go. Yes. Thank you. Okay. This Roy. Go ahead, Roy. I just wanted to share. I have much better luck using my thumb. Everybody's talking about their finger, but if, if that's not successful, try using your thumb and slide up. Works for me. Always a good idea. Use a Use whatever finger works best for you. Mm -hmm. And I was going to say, as far as learning to do this, like uh, they said, put your finger at the bottom of the screen and start dragging. You'll feel that first pop to acknowledge that you've begun this sequence. You can drag your finger up to you hear the first pop uh, and then or the, what we're calling a second pop and then up again. And you can actually, as long as you don't lift your finger up, you can go up, down, up, up, up down down and you can just practice this and get used to where where they are when you're a beginner i found that to be real helpful uh, this is milton here 
Yeah, go ahead, Nelson. There's another easier way, too, that you can use. It's a feature in iPhone 11s and 12s and beyond. Uh, if you've got iOS 14 or later, there is a thing called BackTap. It's a new feature. You can find it under Settings, Accessory, Touch, and in Touch, there's a whole bunch of items there. Look for BackTap and turn it on. And then what it will give you is choices on how you want to, the, the back tap to work. Awesome. That's a great option. Thank you, Nelson. This is Nancy. Go ahead, Nancy. I have a question for Nelson. Does that work if you have a case on your phone? Does the back tap work? Yes, it does. And I have an Autobox case and it works through that. You know, the Autobox case is quite thick. The Autobox Defender? I guess that's what it's called, but it, okay. it's the uh, whole Autobox case. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Awesome. This is Dan. This is Carrie. Go ahead with Dan first, Carrie, and then we'll go to you. Dan, go ahead. I have a related question about what you guys were just talking about. Uh, okay. Is, is it correct to say that once you hit the second blip, the home blip, uh, it, it's not going to take you to home unless you lift your finger. Is that correct? I believe this so. Is Go ahead, Shree. No, if it'll, it'll eventually say home. Um, I believe it will still go to home without you having to lift for home. No, I think what he's asking no, you is you got to lift, gotta, you gotta lift, lift your it. finger. That's why I was saying you can practice by dragging up and feeling the different blips and then go back down and just practice where they are. Right, but it's not going to really activate unless you lift your finger, mm -hmm. right? No, it won't do anything until you take your finger off the screen. That's, that's right. why okay. that's, that's why in the beginning, like I said, uh, put your finger on the screen and don't lift it up until you do this drag sequence. And then when you're done, lift your finger up. Okay, thanks. Okay, let's see. And then was it Carrie? It's mm -hmm. Terry with a T. Terry, excuse me, Terry. That's all right. <laughs> um, if I can play, change my place of home of origin, I guess I can change my name too, right? No, we don't want you to do that. <laughs> this is Carrie we'll stick from with Mars. Terry. Yeah. Okay. That's right, Terry from Mars. There you go. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I have used the back tap feature, but I don't like it because there have been times when I have maybe accidentally hit the back of my phone or, or you know, even if it's in my pocket and it, it sets something off or it tries to go to something I didn't want to go to. And uh, so I just gave up and turned it off. I, I wonder if anybody you know, has any thoughts about that, but is I it, didn't care for the feature. This is somebody there. Go ahead, Shree. Yeah, when, you know, I, I also started using the back tap and then finally gave up. Um, but I would tell you one back tap feature you should not use is your voiceover because sometimes when you place the phone down, it thinks you did a back tap and it turns your voiceover off. So Ooh. I would probably say one feature you probably don't want to use for back tap is your voiceover on and off. Good tip. 
Thank you, Shree. This is Milton. I Go ahead, Nelson. Had, I have not had that trouble. Interesting. This is Keith. All right, Keith. The cool thing about the back tap is it's set up for either uh, double tap, double back tap, or triple back tap. So the odds are if you just tap your phone, it's not going to do anything. So I think that's why they set it up without the single back tap and trying to avoid just uh, miscues like that. It's not 100%, but it's, it's better than nada. This is Nancy Hi. again. Hang on. Who do we have? Is that Nancy again? Yeah. Go ahead, Nancy, and then we'll take. I'm sorry, I didn't catch the name, but we'll get them next. Go ahead, Nancy. Um, I was curious if the back tap, do you put it in a certain place on the phone, or like, do you do it like for the uh, app switcher, you do the top left corner, and for the home button, you do the top right corner, something like that? Is it that specific, or? This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. No, it's not. You can back tap uh, anywhere on the back. And, and one, of, one of the reasons I also don't use it is because I tap my phone all the time. You know, when I'm even if I'm speaking or just, I do a lot of back tapping just for n no reason. So that's why I gave up. But uh, I, I did want to make a comment about placing your phone down. It's rarely, at least for me, that I put the phone down flat. It's always probably going to tap when you put the phone down. You're going to tap it. It's going to hit twice because you don't really put the phone flat, flat. So that's, you know, I've heard some other people tell me that don't use voiceover because of that because typically it's probably going to hit the table twice. Okay. Thank you. Hi, this um, is Sean here. Yes, go ahead. Hi, just a little tip uh, because we will all be talking about Gliding and swiping more and more and more as the new phones and just come out. There is a difference. We all, we all learn how to use the device and a quote to swipe. Think of it this way. When you're swiping, it's kind of like sweeping. And when we swipe, we always lift our, our fingers. Gliding, which is what we were talking about before, is kind of like you're standing and ice. If you lift up your blade, you're going to fall. So that's why when you glide, you got to keep your finger on your screen and you got to move it up until you hear those popping. So that's the difference between gliding and swipe. And as we go on through the years, we probably will be gliding more and more for whatever reason. So just Maybe keep that in the back of your mind as well. That we will keep, we will hear about gliding and swiping more. I'm done. All right, awesome. Thank you very much. All right, we're getting close to the halfway point. Who's got another question we can take pretty quickly? This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. Does anyone know what a Secondary tap, when you tap with one finger four times, it says secondary tap. Do, does anyone know what that does? Who can tell Sri about a secondary tap? Is that the same as the split is finger? Go ahead, Keith. It's a one finger. I was just, 
Yeah, I was just going to ask where are you making the tap? Is it, are we talking back on the screen now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Very good. Hmm. I'm thinking. So one finger quadruple tap. A one finger quadruple tap. Isn't that the same? Uh, no, it's, that's a this is one Nancy. finger triple tap. Go ahead, Nancy. It's, it says secondary activation, but I don't know what that means. I'm thinking when I have been teaching people to use gestures, I find that if I do something, for example, one finger quadruple tap, I'm not sure that gesture exists and it registers a one finger triple tap and you can do it four times, but there isn't a fourth one. So it's going to tell you the one finger triple tap and a one finger triple tap. If I'm not mistaken, is the same as a double tap and hold. This is Keith. Go ahead, Keith. That's exactly right. I just, I just tried it myself and it registered the three finger and took me to the context menu, even trying to uh, tap it another time it was the it was just in the context menu all right thank you keith all right maybe got time for one more quickie like that one anybody who hadn't had a chance this is jim i have a question all righty jim go ahead uh i was wanting to identify my phone when i go on zoom Okay. And what I did was went to general and about. Uh-huh. Took iPhone out and put my name in. Uh-huh. Is that what I need to do? Uh, that's one way. Um, it didn't. I don't think it's registered with you guys. Um, who can help Jim out with this one? Real quick. Anybody? This is, when you, this is Chanel. Oh, oh go ahead, okay, Terry. Okay, um, Terry, go ahead. In uh in you actually have to identify the phone in Zoom, I believe. At least that's what I've had to do. Oh. Um you uh I think I I mean I, I know you can identify your phone where you went and mentioned, but I don't know that that covers zoom because it's zoom specific now maybe somebody will want to disagree with me and feel free to do that but that's been my experience okay i think i heard shree in the very beginning of all this uh, i was just going to say the same thing there i think it is in zoom uh, it may be under zoom settings where you can go in and uh, create when you create your profile i think yes Okay. Is Kathy. Yeah, are, are you okay? Yeah. Chanel. Are you Jim? Are you I just gonna ask if you're Jim O'Neill? No, I'm Jim Turner. Oh, okay. Um Is, the other way. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Did I get to go, go ahead? ahead and, yeah, go okay. ahead, Chanel. Um, if the other way is if you don't have an account, um, before you join a meeting. I guess if you click on a link, it won't work. But if you actually right. go into join, you could put it in that way too. Um, and then, you know, when you put in the meeting ID and then there's a screen name um, after the meeting ID, but 
if you put in a link, I don't know how you would do it if you don't have a Zoom account. If you have a Zoom account, like they said, it would be in your profile or in your settings in the Zoom app, but I don't know how you'd do it otherwise. You can go to the Zoom website and set up a free account. It doesn't cost you anything. And then when you sign in, your names are all set and ready to go. Well, this is Jim. I, I've uh-huh. got a Zoom. I got the Zoom app on my phone. Well, right? you, I think you go to the Zoom website using a browser, uh, and on you can do it on your phone or on a computer, and do what they call create a, an account, and it's free. Uh huh. And okay. then you set up a user ID, which is usually your email address, and you create a password. And then uh, on the Zoom app, you sign in. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Let's see. Where are we on time, Chanel? I mean, Sandia. Are we? I show we're at 31 after. Yeah. Sandia? Sandia. Oh, I, I was having a great there conversation by myself. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you, thank you Bradwell. By <laughs> right. yourself. Okay. We'll analyze that. Yeah, we'll know, analyze right. that later. Right. Very good. Thank you. Okay. So, 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 so. Who hasn't had a chance to say hello and where you're from? You can do that now. If you didn't get to say hello the first time around, please. Dana from Cincinnati. Hey, Dana. Welcome. Else? Eva, Missouri City. Hey, Eva. Linda from Mumble. There you are. Welcome. Carrie from Fort Worth. Hey, Carrie. Milton. And Nikki from San Francisco. Hey, Milton and Nikki. Welcome. From San Francisco. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. With the dentist chair. Yeah, I know. Anybody else want to say hello? This is David from Houston. Hey, David. Welcome. All right. Anybody else? Okay. So very good. Thank you to everybody. Uh, real quick review of announcements and then, and then, and then. All right. So this week uh, we just had a very uh, informative uh, clubhouse, uh, iBug Cafe, all about clubhouse. And that hopefully will be posted very soon to our website. So if you missed it or weren't able to attend all of it, that will be up soon, hopefully. Uh, then Thursday, we have iBug Preki Talk. And then um, uh, let's see. And then this weekend, we have a nice quiet weekend. And, and then that, that's it for this week. Uh, but we have Tuesday, tomorrow, we're going to have our mini buzz at the cl- on the Clubhouse app. So that will be not here on Zoom, but in the Clubhouse app itself at 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Please join us for the mini buzz, a mini version of what we're doing right now. All right. And then, and then, and then, what do we want to talk about? Oh, we forgot to talk about our Apple Watch drawing. Um, for $10 donation, you can be the owner of a $400 Apple Watch Series 6, the latest and greatest watch. So please check that out. Um, please, uh, if you would like to support us, a nonprofit, we would love to uh, provide the means to do that. And if you want to get a better chance to win, you can pay uh, donate $50 and get six tickets. And the drawing will be on May 22nd. Hope you'll join us for that special celebration. Now, speaking of special celebrations, I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen with our movies this week. 
I think on Friday, we're going to have something called the iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. And with our lovely clues is none other than our lovely iBug Guy. iBug Guy, are you there? I is here. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right, all right. Guess what time it is, boys and girls. Oh, no. Oh, before I get going, I just wanted to declare uh, in light of the earlier conversations that I'm a thumb man myself. What? Okay, yeah, I got it. All right, keep Always going. I see you differently now. Will you just go on? Get with the program. And also, uh, I have a theme song for Shriek. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? He, he said he's a back tapper, so. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, can, you, can we get with the clues, please? All right, all right, all right. Movie time, movie time, clues. It's time for Michael's movie musings. <laughs> like a paper cup <laughs> my bullhorn all right all right we've got some great clues for you tonight and i have a feeling i'm gonna stump the audience all right clue number one no fedoras in our film this week <laughs> but one of the characters wears an old-fashioned golfer's hat. All right. Silence. Anybody? It's almost a giveaway. This is Brad. All right. Oh, Brad, go ahead. I, I can't help it. Is it Caddyshack? <laughs> Caddyshack. Wow. I can't believe he guessed that. But that's not what we're looking for. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, clue number two. Our main character's profession is the same as two of our iBug facilitators. Man, did you unmute everybody? What was the question? (laughs) The main character's profession is the same as two of our iBug facilitators. God. Hmm. I wonder what that is. Yeah. All right. The this is Shree. The oldest profession, did you say? Go ahead, no. Shree. <laughs> Second oldest. Oh, I thought he said oldest. Go ahead, Shree's got a guess. Uh, ten cup? Ten cup. That's another good guess. But that's not what we're looking for either. All right. Third clue. This film has the ability to paint a strong human story on a very large canvas. so meaningless. The film has the ability to paint a strong human story on a very large canvas. Yes. Go ahead, Tree. Frida. 
Frida, now we're getting closer, but that's not it either. <laughs> this is Keith. Keith, go ahead. If we happen to read this book in book club. That's not a clue. That's not a clue. <laughs> okay. All right, three clues down. We're getting closer to stumping the audience. Okay, this is a long clue. Oh, dear. So some, some people consider this to be the turning point of the film. It comes right after a scene where... The main characters are up in age and they've been married many years and they decide to renew their vows next beside a uh, lake. But it's with solemnity, quiet warmth, and perhaps just a touch of shyness. (laughs) Turning point of the film right after this scene. This is Nancy. Nancy. It sounds like on Golden Pond, but we already saw that one. I have no idea what you're talking about, so I just I thought I'd I throw it in there. I don't think he knows either. That's, close. That's a close kind of guess. Okay, go ahead, Keith. The Notebook. The Notebook. Yes, that's not right. That's Keith's favorite movie, One Day. All right. <laughs> All right, our fifth and final clue. Oh, thank goodness. This will probably give it away. All right, this epic... Re- oh, hold on, remember, don't yell out. Say your name if you're... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The rules are say your name. Don't guess, okay. just like all the previous people have done so far. Very good. Thank you, everybody, for doing that right without me having to tell you. Okay, hurry up, hurry up. All right, this is a rare epic film that spans the decades that uses the proverbial cast of thousands and yet follows a human thread from beginning to end. This is Shri. Shri. The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace. No. That would be a good guess too. Wrong century, but anyway. (laughs) All right. Uh, we stumped the audience tonight. I gave really hard clues. Yeah. I thought somebody would have seen it and would have picked up on the. Okay, well, uh, how about how about you go back? The turning, the, the turning point. The lawyers one. Two people are lawyers. Yeah, that was the profession. The second oldest profession. <laughs> okay, well, go ahead and tell them. We got to move on. And uh, Martin Sheen wears the golfer's hat. I can say that. And and the uh, the story is the older the older couple the the man is played by being Ben Kingsley. Okay, anybody, please try Ben Kingsley. Uh, I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more clue. clue? Yeah. I'll give you one. No, that's not a clue. But I'll give you one more clue. The film takes place in a country whose population is. Nearly 20% of the world's population. Going to India. That's Shree. All right, go ahead, Shree. Gandhi. Gandhi is correct. Finally. Goodness. I had to give it away. (laughs) Yes, you did. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Johnny, what do we have for, well, we don't have a winner, but what's a consolation prize? The car, yeah, well, you won. All right, we'll say you won. After seven clues. But... 
Okay. Well, answer the gift that he has today. Well, is you will get a spinning wheel, and we hope that uh, we will provide colors of red, black, and white. So I hope that you will learn to make some iBug shirts for our uh, next T-shirt campaign. And you will also be provided with a year's worth of salt. And if you are wondering what these have to do with the movie, come and join us on Friday night. And it is quite a long epic film, so please be prepared. All right, thank you, Mr. You you guys were fortunate. I was going to have enough clues to fill out the rest of the hour in honor of the length of the film, but... Oh, God. Okay, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Terry. You're good. You're done. Okay. All right, go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Terry's got a question. question. Okay. Mr. Thumb Man, would that be thumbs up or thumbs down? It's thumbs to the screen. Okay, very good. Uh, All right, wait, wait, wait. I have a joke about time travel. No, we don't need any jokes, okay? We gotta go. Never mind, you didn't get it. What? (laughs) I didn't get it. Okay, we're moving on. Keith got it. Yeah, I guess so. All right, thank you, Mr. McCulloch, for those beautiful amorphous clues. Okay, we will join you next week. Good night, good night. Turn out the lights. Oh, boy. You're just a little too cheerful. All right, thank you, sir. Okay. All right, back to our regularly scheduled program after that interruption. Who who has had, uh, who has not had a chance? We had lots of people asking questions. Uh, and remember, we do not use the hand raising feature. I know somebody had raised their hand. If you have a question, please wait till there's a break in, break in the break action, in the and then you can Go ask out. your question. Who has a new question? Somebody Go new? Yeah. Well, yeah. We can talk about Clubhouse now if there is a Clubhouse question. Otherwise, we will keep going. Anybody have any burning Clubhouse questions? We promised we'd have a little designated time for that. It's Kathy. Kathy, go ahead. I went to download the app. And when you look for Clubhouse, you get a whole list of... Sorry, my voice is talking. Um, Okay, try again. You get a whole list. You went to download Uh When you go to the app store and look for Clubhouse, you get this whole list of Clubhouse features, kind of. I just took the first one, which said that it made sense. It said something like, uh, I don't know what it said, but it was like communication. Right, social audio something, yeah. Yeah, but and then there's like so many others. Like there's, it sounded like almost there was an app for every feature. Is that just... And it said get after every one of them. So I don't know, do you get more than one app when you're using this or do you just start with the first one? This is true. Go ahead, Trey. There's only one app. You only need that one Okay. Okay. Good question, Kathy. Good question. All right. Anybody else? Clubhouse questions and... Uh, we indicated at the end of our meeting yesterday, uh, some of our, volu- our facilitators are, are willing to uh, share their, uh, uh, their uh, invites. If you really want to join Clubhouse, send iBug today at Gmail and send us an, a request and we will please, please include your phone number and then we will try to uh, 
make that happen for you. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. So I had a thought that I don't know if this would help people or not, and I don't know if you've done this or not. Um, but what if you put a link to the official Clubhouse app on the iBug website? We can think about that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Herbie. Yeah. This is Keith. Okay. Hold on. Who was that before Keith was somebody? This is Gail. Okay. Go ahead, Gail. Yeah. I had a question about um, the profiles um, because um, the demonstration yesterday, um, I, I was wondering if you could, um, oh, wait. Can you hear me? If yeah, you I can hear you. Go some, ahead. Some, some more tips on the writing of the profiles, because uh, I think George said you had to put like three things um, in the very beginning, or um, can you give some more examples of, and then are you supposed to put like groups you're in, or what, what do you put on the profile? Okay, somebody new Shree. that would like to oh. answer, go ahead. Oh yeah, go ahead, Shree. Go ahead. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll wait till Okay, else. anybody else uh, who's been on Clubhouse want to answer that question for Gail? Anybody else? Can Nikki make a comment? Yeah, go ahead, Nikki. Um, I just joined Clubhouse about a week ago. Uh-huh. And when I join things, I really don't give too much information. And I just saw something today that talked about Clubhouse being... being um, not scammed, but being hacked. Um, but then the answer to that was that the profile information is available to people who are on the app. So since so many places are being hacked, I would suggest that you put as little personal information as possible on any app that we go into that's an open forum like this because Clubhouse is open to everybody. So it's just a suggestion. Don't put any information that would be of a personal nature or that would help compromise your identity for identity theft. This okay, is thank you. Go ahead, Herbie. Yeah, so thank that you. Clubhouse hack, you know, according to the uh, CEO, at least only exposed what uh, Nikki was talking about, only public information. But, you know, that is a general, a good rule for any, I mean, you can put as much information as you want or as little, but just make sure whatever information you put out there, whether it's Clubhouse or Facebook, and I think Clubhouse is a limit to the profile, if I'm not mistaken. I've honestly not even filled mine out yet. But, um, you know, just put down anything that you don't care if it's publicly known or, known or not. You just want to put something that, that people that are trying to find you know that it's you. But, you know, like Nikki said, you, you know, no matter what platform it is, it is public information. So definitely keep that in mind. Okay. Kenny? Go ahead. Yeah, um, you know, I didn't hear about this hack, but I, I I hope in the article they define what public information was. Um, I personally, um, you know, when I joined Clubhouse, I gave a little bit of information, then I decided to change some information, and I'm glad I kept it that way uh, because, uh, you know, we don't know where this Clubhouse is going, and... Uh, Basically, uh, people can find me on Clubhouse. Uh, you you kind of build a reputation on Clubhouse, and so and so uh, basically, you know, be safe out there. The main thing you if you give your your information, be safe out there, and basically, um, you know, definitely don't give compromising information that could lead to identity theft or some other sort of mischief. 
done speaking. Okay, go ahead, Shree, and then we're going to move on to another question in Clubhouse. Anything else? Go ahead, Shree. Yeah, I just want to say uh, about the profile. Um, basically, your first 12 words is basically what's visually pe- sighted people would see is the first 12 words without expanding your profile. For us blind users, we hear the first 12 words of about you in those uh, in the profile. So um, I definitely agree. You never put anything personal identifier information in your profile. You're just giving generic information about your interest. But the first 12 words, voiceover will read it without you having to expand the profile. And uh, that's pretty much it that I would tell you about um, what you put in your profile. You can put emojis as well as words. Okay, thank you. Good question, Gail. All right, anybody else with a Clubhouse question? I mean, this is our segment for Clubhouse, and then we're going to move on. This is Keith. Okay, Keith, yeah, sorry, you had a question, Keith. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just... Oh, what's... Go ahead. Keith, go ahead. I had to go on mute again because I w- it would have been the second time something has happened. But anyway, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I was going to say something real quick on the profile, uh, and then I'll get into my comment. But the profile, you can make it as simple or as complex as you want. If you're just an average user, just something that you want to identify yourself. There are content creators trying to market themselves on there that They'll even have links in their bios and all kinds of uh, stuff that points people to their website and other pages. But you can make it as simple as you want or complex as you want. But what I was going to also say is I tried to set up my iPhone uh, 11 Pro Max with another invite. And I went through the request invite through the app itself. So I'm requesting an invite from Clubhouse itself, and it said something to the effect that uh, we may get back to you in two or three. It was a definitely a time span that don't expect it immediately. And I did this after our uh, meeting, our mini buzz last week, or I actually right before the mini buzz last week, and I still have not uh, received a confirmation email from Clubhouse for the invite. So. If you want to get on Clubhouse, definitely reach out to somebody that's already on there so you can get that immediate invite. And I had one quick question. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I was on there today, and in my hallway, there's a private meeting, and I'm wondering, since it's showing up in my hallway, am I allowed to go into those private meetings? Is it? Is it, uh, uh, I mean, is that unheard of or can you go into that meeting i didn't want to go in there and not be in there i guess just make people mad but i don't know if you can even i just thought it was funny that it was showing up in my hallway if i wasn't able to go there all right who would like to answer that for keith can you go into a private hall private room if it's in your hallway jim go ahead jim okay let me just walk over here okay uh, well i'm doing this so okay if you if you see a private room in your hallway that yeah. means that somebody that you are following or who is following you is in that room and you can then go into that room okay. if you so desire all right thank you and 
like we remind people we are not using the raise hand, but I do see that. Uh, okay, so anybody else have a question, a follow up uh, on this one? Nikki would like to just say, yeah, yeah, um, ahead, I, did my, I hit the raise hand by accident. That's okay, go um, ahead. I just want to thank you guys very much. This has been really wonderful. I, and I just discovered you a couple of weeks ago, but um, I have to be in a, C a California Council for the Blind convention meeting at seven. So okay, I'm going to well, have to leave, but thank you so much. <laughs> Okay, we hope you come back. Thank you, Nikki. I definitely will. Thank you. All right, great, everybody. Great. Be Thank safe you. and stay well. You too. Thank you. All right. So, mm -hmm. new another question on Clubhouse. Anybody else? We're about at the Michael. end of our sec. Yes, sir. Yeah, just to follow up on uh, Jim's answer. So there's there's a bug right now in uh, for screen readers uh, when somebody sets up a meeting. The, the spontaneous meetings, whether they set them up as a social, well, when you first set it up, it's called social or closed. But both of those, when they go in the hallway, will be private. Well, the closed ones, you won't hear, you even see, they won't even show up. But the ones you're seeing that say private on it, those are actually social meetings. And what Jim said was correct. Then those, those are people that are you are following, no, that are following, I can't remember now. It may be going both ways. You follow them and they follow you. I can't remember, but that's that, that's a bug. You know, it should really just say a social meeting rather than private. Okay, so to answer Keith's question, then he can go in there. Yeah, yeah, you would be able to go in because somebody in that room is following you. Okay. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch. All right, the other final questions about Clubhouse. This is, our... this, this is Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, I have a question about Clubhouse regarding the invite and the sequence. Um, uh, let's see, can, can I install Clubhouse? I haven't done anything with it yet. Can I install Clubhouse, set up my profile, and then once I get an, in, once I get an invite, take it from there or do I or I or am I not able to do anything until I get an invite okay who is saying who's that Kenny I'm sorry who this is Kenny Kenny go ahead yes uh, Dan you can install clubhouse and all that good stuff register set it up and what could possibly happen is if somebody in your contacts is already on clubhouse they can go in their activity and it'll say something like dan has just signed up for clubhouse would you like to let him in and they can let you in and therefore you um you know don't necessarily have to get a text invite hope that answers your question well not not quite i'm going to use ibug to get an in invite so apparently i can go ahead and set it up set up my profile and then once i get the invite i can take it from there is that correct this is Shree. go ahead Shree. uh yeah <clears throat> yeah just go ahead and set up your profile um and then go ahead and send an email to uh to the ibug and make sure you give them your phone number for your mobile device and once they process that then um what you'll get a most likely what you'll do is you'll get an alert saying that so-and-so has invited you to clubhouse and you just tap on that and then you'll be in. 
Okay. Does the alert come in in the Clubhouse app or in messages? It will come as an alert. Okay. And then you click on it, it'll take you to the Clubhouse app. Okay, so it'll I can set up everything first and then... You, you could do it either way. Uh, you know, if, if let's say you didn't set up your Clubhouse app, the link will automatically take you there to set up the Clubhouse app. Oh, okay. Okay, thank you. Either way. Uh, can, Sunday, can I just make one comment? Yes, go ahead, go ahead, and then we'll yeah, go to Kathy. Okay. So, you know, if you guys are going to be going in here and you find issues, I highly encourage you guys to, if you find a bug, something with voiceover is not working, send an email to um, support at joinclubhouse.com. So they are aware of the problems because there are going to be some voiceover issues that you're going to encounter. Like just the same example that Michael just gave. So, you know, the more you guys use it and the issues that you find, please let them know so they can fix it. Okay. And then Kathy, and then we're probably going to wrap it up. Okay. Go ahead, Kathy. Okay. I, I downloaded it and I, um, uh, oh, one heads up. There's some point where it, it gives you a bunch of numbers and it says, this is your, oh, what do you call it? You know, this is your number for, to, to confirm, you know how they, but I, it took me three times because I kept missing the number. They first they say these long numbers like eight five nine six four four, and then it says your number is four four six three. And I don't know, I'm having memory issues, you know, and I'm like four four six three four four six. What was it four six four three or four six? I missed it like three times, and then um, eventually I did put the right number in. I mean, it's so doable, but it was just the surprise. I wasn't sure. I didn't. So I'd have to be so alert, I guess. Anyway, I never got to a point where I put my profile in. It just asked me my phone number and I put my name in. And then I think it said, you know, it'll um, get back in touch with me. But I, it wasn't to a point where I could do my profile unless I missed it. So now right. I plan to... Um, email to iBug and, and have ask somebody if they'll let me in. All right. And I'll okay. start preparing a meal. <laughs> or a kiss. All right. Thank this you. Is Keith. Go ahead, Keith. Paul could do the kiss. <laughs> I was just going to follow up on the invite. You should receive a text message with the invite. Uh, if you do not get the alert, you can always go into messages and you should have that as one of your whoever invites you their name should show up in, in that thread. You should have that link to the invite. All right. Very good. I hope that helps you, Kathy, and everybody else. And just to review, um, so uh, we've been encouraging everybody to go to, I think on Clubhouse itself, they do a very detailed uh, walkthrough uh, on, on Saturdays at noon Central Time. So definitely it's very detailed. Uh, so about two or almost three hours sometimes. So that's really where you wanna go. Um, you know, whether you've just started or you've been using it a while, you're always gonna learn something. So that would be on Clubhouse and it's called, it's put on by the 15% Club. All right, with that, we're gonna move on to other issues. So who has a new question that is not related to Clubhouse? Anything else? Anybody else have a question that they didn't get to ask? 
this Roy. Go ahead, Roy. Um, in Zoom, I don't know if this has been there forever and I just never noticed, but up at the top where it says Active Speaker Avanon, if you flick left, it'll tell you who's speaking. Is that a new feature? All right. Who would like to talk about Active Speaker? I think it's Avatar, actually. Active Speaker Avatar. Anybody want to talk about that? This is this is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. I've seen that for a long time where it, it will tell you. Sometimes it'll say active speaker, but sometimes it, it will say the name of the person speaking as well. Um, and that's been there, I think, for a long time. Okay. okay. I, I guess yes. I just missed it. Thanks. <laughs> it's okay. We all learned something new. Good job. Thank you, Terry. All right. Go ahead, Terry. Yeah, if, so what's gonna happen is if your microphone is on, you're gonna get that notification. And if your camera is on, you're gonna get the notification. This is just so that you know the app that you're using um, is accessing your camera or your microphone so that you know um, it's being opened. Okay. okay. All right, thank you, Sri. All right, who else? New question, new comment? I have a question. Can go I ask a second? Or wait. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So um, on my phone, I've done a four-finger double tap, you know, just to kind of practice the telling us what gestures. Half of my gestures, I get no audio feedback. Like if I do a two-finger double tap, it doesn't say anything. But if I do a three-finger single tap, it says three-finger single tap. Has anyone experienced that on their phone? Okay, so gestures. gestures are not working consistently. No, the... it's not the gestures. It's the help menu where oh, you tap in menu. to okay. find what the gestures mean. Just Half of my test. gestures are yeah. not speaking. Mm. Brad. Brad. I was thinking specifically what gesture, because in my experience, if I do a legitimate gesture, I get something back. If I do something... It's not a gesture. It will sometimes, like I did the example earlier of a fourth, one finger quadruple tap is not a, a gesture, but it would tell me what the one finger triple tap is. So I'm just wondering so, what gestures you're doing. Maybe they're not gestures. No, no. What I'm saying is like none of my two fingers that I touch on when on the help menu, it's speaking. Like if I do a two finger touch, doesn't say anything. Two finger double tap, it doesn't say magic tap. If I do a three finger double tap, it doesn't say speech on or off. Huh. It's only a few are responding or responding, I should say. Okay. I don't know. I'd, uh, <laughs> like the, 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 the standard answer is toggle your voiceover on and off and try it and see what happens. Yeah, I've yeah. done that. I've done a forced reboot. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay, Terry Ann had a question, comment. A comment. Uh, have you not only turned voiceover on and off, but have you also turned speech on and off, which is different, as you know? Uh, I have. Uh, I have turned speech on and off. Uh, Three finger double tap. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is Keith. Go ahead, Keith. So I was just in the practice area, and uh, the four-finger single tap that we were talking about earlier, 
opening up the context menu actually registers on the practice area as a multiple tap uh, secondary gesture. So I'm wondering now if it's an unassigned gesture that you can assign in in uh, voiceover settings. I'm going to go look and see if it is. Well, Very well could I, be. This is Shree. Go ahead. The reason I asked that question, because on the, I know this is not a Mac thing, but there's a secondary there's a there's a secondary tap on the Mac, and that's what I thought the phone was doing. And I just couldn't figure out what that was. Kathy, Kathy, and Brad. Okay. I mean, the help help does is not perfect. You know, it especially. Um, well, like it doesn't do my four finger swipes very well. I'll do them, and it doesn't always register those. But so I think it's just. The help feature is not perfect. Okay, Brad? I'm just playing with mine while we're sitting here. And um, I did see that mine differentiates between a one finger quadruple tap and a one finger triple tap. It does say that the quadruple tap is a secondary tap and the triple tap is a long press. Um, and then I just tried like what Shree said, a two finger touch and a two finger double tap and it told me what they do it called it a, a two finger double tap a magic tap and the two finger you know, just touch a touch so huh. i don't know what's going on in his this is okay Shri. all right Shree. i think i'm gonna take the advice to take pick my phone i got apple care maybe i'll just get a new one yeah right go <laughs> listen to nancy okay go. very good all right thank you you're welcome. All right. Anybody else that didn't get a chance to ask a question? This I... is Ned. Ned, there you are. Go yes. ahead. After listening to everything tonight, my question is very, very simple. Oh, it's okay. What is it? Well, it's um, it's when I'm in Facebook, scrolling through Facebook, I know how to swipe, you know, from the right, from the left to the right to get things to go down. But when I first start my Facebook page, I touch it. I, I read the first post. And then when I swipe, it takes me down to like news feed, groups, watch, notifications. So what I have to do is I have to turn off my voiceover and move the screen up ever so slightly, then put voiceover back on. And then I can swipe through my posts. This is Keith. Good, Keith. Very simple uh, fix for you. Usually when you uh, start up and uh, swipe and it goes to the the bottom tabs, it yes. is just a large post. So if you do a three finger swipe up on that post and just move the post up a little bit and then swipe to the right, a lot of times it will free it up. But what it usually is, is it's just taking up a lot of, of real estate and not let, letting you swipe to the next item. So I take three fingers post. and I swipe down or swipe to the... Swipe up. Like, swipe up. So you're okay. moving that post to the top. You're moving up toward the top so you okay. can get to the next one. And once See, it clears a little bit, you should be able to swipe right. Okay, because I was using two fingers because I know when I'm reading something, I can you know, swipe down with two fingers to get it going automatically, and I can swipe back up to get it. Okay, it's three fingers then. Okay. Thank and you're you. actually this is moving Jim. the post yeah, hang itself. On. You're actually, with the three-finger swipe up, you're actually – moving the post itself and uh, trying to get beyond that post to the next oh one. okay great All yeah right, so so hang on jim can you try to minimize your background noise a little bit because you know this is going to be recorded so sure. you try to 
slow it down a little bit. Okay, all right. Uh, when you're ready, you can tell us your comment. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I do have a, I do have a quick fix for this. Okay. And uh, sorry about the background. Okay. Um, what I do when I get into that situation is I'll bring up Facebook and see the first post. And then when I swipe to the right to go to the next post, it just says news, um, you know, marketing, so on and so forth. What I do is tap on the very bottom right hand or left hand corner of the phone where it says news. And it just refreshes that whole screen and everything is fine. So you don't okay. have to do a move up or anything like that. And I'll go on mute now. All right. No, you're good. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jim. All right, Ned, I hope those suggestions will help you. Yes, right. thank you. Oh, good. I'm glad you're here. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Kathy? Go ahead, Kathy. I just, I wanted to share this. I get, I used to get freaked out. Like it's, it's weird to me that you swipe up to read back and you swipe down what the opposite. And somebody gave me a, a good visual that I really appreciate. He said, like, picture your phone is like a roll of paper towels. And so when you want to read what's, what's already been read, you kind of reach your hand up and pull down so that you're pulling the past stuff, you know, toward you. And when you want to go to the next stuff, you're going to push up and you're kind of pushing the things you've already read away and you're getting the new stuff i don't know if that that probably doesn't make any sense to anybody but me <laughs> sorry this is great that's okay that's good okay go ahead um no that's good helpful okay Shree, go ahead you know i use I, you know when i teach people i tell them it's like a book if you open up a book when you swipe when you swipe from right to left you're moving forward forward a page and if you swipe from left to right you're going back a page and then if you flip the book vertically it's the same thing and that's kind of how I was teaching people. Okay, so whether it's the book analogy, the paper towel analogy, it is good to understand where we're going and why you're doing what you're doing. So thank you. That is helpful. All right, somebody else new that hasn't had a turn? This is Hal. Go ahead, Hal. Okay, I have a question. Uh, how do I, without disabling voiceover on the Mac, how would I just uh, uh, simply, hold on, hold how would I gonna, turn off No, 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 hold on, hold on, Hal. We're not talking about Mac here. Sorry. Okay. Okay, that'll be on the fourth Tuesday of the month. Definitely can take it there. This is only uh, pardon, Iowa. Pardon Sorry. Okay. All right. Who else has a question? New question? New question. New person. Anybody? Otherwise, I can... I do have a little demo that I can do. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. I have an Apple Watch question. Okay, go ahead. How do we tell the Apple Watch to just not speak the clock, but to vibrate the, the time? Oh, that's a good question. Anybody, any of our Apple Watch users? Have this this is Marty. Marty, there you are. Go ahead. Um, actually, that's, that's actually difficult. Um, what I have done is lightly touch the screen once and then like maybe maybe less than a second later, double tap it again. Cause I think the first touch kind of wakes up the screen. Cause if you just double tap it, um, you won't get anything. And I think you have to lightly double tap it. It's, it's very tricky because 
often when I try it, I get the time, even though I just want the hat tick. And, and the other thing you could do, which is a little convoluted, you could somehow um, touch and hold and then kind of a quick swipe down to lower your voiceover volume so that when you do um, double tap, you would only, uh, I think you would only get haptic, you know, hey. but that, that's complicated. There's no easy way to lower voiceover volume. So Spread. I think the, the best way is to touch and then quickly double tap. And then okay. that will, that should give you the haptic. All right. Thank you, Marty. Go ahead, Brad. Sure. You know, I've had three Apple watches and several during that time, several versions of watch OS. I used to use that haptic time feature a lot and I stopped using it for whatever reason. And a couple months ago when I did the Apple watch demo, I tried to enable it and get re-familiar with it. And I just could not get it to work. I don't know if something's changed in the watch OS or if it's my series five watch. Um, and I guess we're running a watch OS seven now, but I just could not get it to work. And it, I, I used to have no problem with it. So something's changed. Okay, Terry, go ahead. What's changed is that um, you're, you have lots of company there. Uh, it doesn't always work consistently now, and it used to. And uh, it, so we, we, a number of us have talked about this in WhatsApp and uh, you know, we're thinking it's a bug because nobody can get it to work consistently or almost nobody. And I just tried the suggestion that you gave, um, I forgot who was now that said to tap and then double tap and then swipe down to adjust the volume. And that made the watch talk. So I I didn't have any luck with that. This is, this is Brad again. Okay, Brad, go ahead. You know, uh, the watch, I don't know when it started, Watch OS 7 now has a rotor. And it used to be in earlier versions, you did do a two-finger double tap and then drag up or down to change uh, the volume. Now, in the rotor, just like on an iPhone, you will find there is a volume which adjusts your voiceover volume relative to the system volume of the watch. And there is also um, speed. You can adjust the speed. So play with the rotor and then flick up and down and you'll, it works just like on the, on the phone. This is Terry. Go ahead. No, I, I was referring to what I thought who, whoever it was that no, I know what you were referring to. You were referring to, I think, what Marty was saying. Yeah, Marty. Yeah. To try and, and get it to speak. He said, tap it once to wake it up and then do the double no, tap. No, to get it to not speak, the, I thought. Well, he was talking about to get it to do the haptic time. Yeah. Which, and, that, where and that's you how you used it to, to do speak. it. Right. But I can't yeah. get it to work anymore. All right. Well, it's Andrew. a bug. Good luck, Sri. We Well, there's obviously some problems. So This is Andrew. Go ahead, Andrew. So I just grabbed my watch because um, we were discussing this um, and I've actually not had a whole lot of problems getting the, um, the haptic feature to work. I, um, 
I think if there's been one time where it wouldn't actually respond to it, but um, the thing is, is for me, I, I always have to have it to make sure that it's actually asleep first. Um, there's a bunch of features to have the watch wake, depending on wrist rays and um, the crown turning and things like that. If the watch is awake, the, the haptic feature doesn't work. Um, at least not for me. So what I usually have to do is force it to be asleep and then um, I can I can get the haptic feature to work pretty much every single time. So one of the things that I think that they've changed a lot um, in the recent uh, watch OSs is that by default, it wakes on wrist rays, it wakes on um, the crown turning, and those will all interfere with your ability to actually get it to do the haptic um, double tap thing. Uh, this okay. is Shree. Shree. I think, Andrew, you might have hit the spot because this thing is going off when I'm sleeping. Yeah, so you had that problem some... a couple of weeks ago about it going off. So the, no, that was, it was speaking the time. Now oh. it's <laughs> haptic the time. So I think, I think there may be something behind that because, uh, you know, I'm not, raising my hand it's there's something's occurring and and andrew are you are you doing a two finger double are you doing a one finger double tap or two finger double tap when it's sleeping um when the watch is asleep um so it's not awake or anything it's just sitting there it hasn't actually woken the screen up i just do um a one finger double tap and it it responds with the haptic feedback okay i'll try that thank you all right. This is Cherry. Go ahead. I just uh, yesterday updated my watch to 7.3.3, I think it is. And now I've done it several times where I just touch the screen to, to wake up the watch. And then I've done the double tap and I've gotten the haptic feed. I've done it six times in a row and I hadn't been able to do that before. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Cherry Ann and Andrew. Okay, good luck, Sri. Thank you. All right. Who's next? Anybody new or old wants to ask another question? Who would like to ask a question? Or, well. Um, this, this is Judy. Judy, there you are. Go ahead. Um, okay, so I'm working with somebody right now, and they have a 12, and I just have the um, SE2020, you know, with the home button. And um, she wanted to know different ways of turning her phone off. And what I want to know is, how on the 12 would you get the emergency? Because I want to know how not to do that. What? What exactly do you do to make the emergency go off? Okay, uh, I guess I could demonstrate. Well, would anybody like to explain it? <laughs> I, I think this the demonstration might be better. Okay, all right, so here <laughs> we go. Excited. Go for it. All right, so if I get taken away, Judy, it's your fault. Speech on. All right. So, 911. Yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to hold the so she's trying to turn off her phone, right? That's what yeah, we're she trying wants to, to do. know different ways. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, and, so yeah. this is what you do. Hold the, the top 
um, the power button and then the volume button, right? Top volume button. And let's see. Volume is up. That volume up. Yes. Call emergency SOS. So what happened is I got this haptic feedback and it started like shaking. And then you heard what it said, call emergency SOS. So when I start at the top left and swiping right, we're going to hear the different options that are on the screen. Slide to power off. So that's at the very top. And then if I swipe right. Emergency SOS. Swipe, I'm swiping right with one finger. Cancel okay. button. Cancel. Cancel button. So that's it. So I can cancel right there. Or if I. Emerge slide to power off. If I double tap that, obviously it'll turn off. Emerge cancel button. And then if I double tap on cancel, it will get me out of here. Set passcode field. Secure text field. Okay. So that's. This is Andrew. Go ahead, Andrew. I just had one comment. Um, that that's um, that's the normal way you're supposed to shut it off. Um, if you if you're asking about actually how to set off the emergency SOS, there's two ways to do it. There's either um, if you on the twelve or the ones that don't have a home button, if you press the side button four times, it will um prompt you to do the SOS, or in, if you have it set correctly, if you press and hold. Actually, you can't do that anymore. You used to be able to hold, press and hold the side button. Sorry, but it, the the so the two ways are to press and hold or press the side button four times, or to get to that screen that um we just that it was just shown, and uh -huh, you can uh -huh. tap the emergency SOS button there. All right, but okay, yeah. So that's this two activate. Go ahead, screen. Keith. Uh, Keith, I was screen. just going to say you can go into settings. Into the main page there, there is emergency SOS. You can actually turn off the side button if you're worried about it uh, accidentally going off and that you're not going to use it. So you can turn it off. And uh, But just in case you're in an emergency, you wouldn't have that ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three? Wow. Uh, I was just Thanks. trying to understand Andrew is saying, so Andrew, are you saying that if you press the side button four times, you're going to go to the screen that Sandia was on where she had the ability to power off, cancel, and call emergency? Actually, I think you can have it set so that if you do press the four the, um, the side button four times, it will activate the SOS and, be, and right. start to, the system to actually that, call. Yeah, but that's what I thought. That's what I thought. That yeah. was five times. Yeah, four or five. You want me to try it's it? Five. No. It's five. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think if you do it, it starts to count down. Oh, gosh. Okay, guys, let's go this for it. This is Keith. Yes, is Keith. It, I believe it's five times. Yeah, I think oh. so, and then it well, starts Let's hope to I can cancel it. Okay, let's go. One, oh, two, yeah. okay, here we're going. One, two, three, four, five. Do you have emergency SOS turned on? <laughs> oh, gosh. So you know how it turned on. And now it's not talking. Oh, my God. What did oh, I no. do? Okay, Judy. <laughs> now just, it's your fault. Now you just tell, uh, just tell voiceover to turn you on. You may not off. have done it fast enough, and it turn registered a three-time turn okay, off. voiceover is now on. Yeah, yeah, that's what you did. Settings. Yeah. You probably hit okay. three. Do not disturb calls. Okay, let's try it again. Okay. Turn on, turn off, do not disturb. Do not disturb is already turned on. No, I want it off. Turn off, do not disturb. Okay, 
I turned to not disturb off. Okay, so we're going to try this. Location 926. About four minutes. Hopefully I can turn it off. So we're going to click it five times, and then what? We're going to have to then quickly disable it, right? I think it does a countdown, and if you swipe the screen, you'll find the cancel. Okay. But you got One, two, three, four, five. Oh, what? I turned off voiceover, so I didn't do it fast enough. You must well, not have it activated in your settings. On. Screen curtain on. Huh. You need to go into off. settings yeah. and I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, so I don't have is. it activated. Maybe that's why. Okay, yeah. well, there you go. I did try, Judy. Pete. Yes. <laughs> you want me to take one for the team? Go ahead. Um, this makes me nervous. Here we go. <gasps> now click right. If Cancel button. Cancel button. All right. Yeah, that's it. it. does the siren. Oh. Nope. Oh, so that's it. So if you get on to the uh, screen that uh, it does a whoop, whoop, it says stop calling, and then it if you double tap that, it'll bring up another screen that has another button that says stop calling, or you can swipe to the right and cancel. If you cancel right there, it'll keep calling the emergency. Oh, okay. What? Oh. oh, so you have to hit stop calling? Because I kept saying, why is not he hitting cancel? Yeah, if you hit cancel, it cancels the cancel. Oh yeah. my goodness. Wow. You guys are brave. Wow. <laughs> okay. Cause I, okay. So you hit stop calling. You do not want to yes. hit cancel. Correct. Oh. And when oh. uh, I swipe, well, it actually put the focus on stop calling as yeah. soon as I hit the five times mm -hmm. and started doing the chirping. I double tapped that and the screen that it brought up, it had two buttons. The top one was stop calling and the second one was cancel. And when I hit cancel, it went back. It still, it still was calling. So mm -hmm, I st mm -hmm. hit stop calling again and then stop calling the second on the second screen. That's when it, twice, it stopped. Twice. Yes. Okay. Hey, you made my something. adrenaline start flowing there a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think we got a pretty exciting finish here. <laughs> yeah, this is Gail. Go ahead, Gail. Yeah, I don't know if it, if I did that or if I called nine one one by mistake, but I. I did one of those, uh, I think, twice by mistake, and they answered. And uh, I said, "I'm sorry. I I was trying to, you know, turn the phone off and uh, power the phone off, and and I dialed emergency by mistake. And I I know I did it a couple times, and and they answered. And uh, so, uh, um, yeah, it's yeah, not the end it of the is, world. Uh, it happens. Yeah. No, no, this no, 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 no. I'm not. No, I'm I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. You know, it, it, it is, it, it's, uh, yeah, it happens. Yeah. All right. So it, yeah. Yeah. You know, at least it's good to know they're there. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Hold on. Okay. Jim, go ahead. We're almost done. Go ahead. Jim. All right. Real quick. Um, face ID. I, for me, it works very intermittently or infrequently. And I was wondering if there was something that I'm not doing right or not holding the phone up properly. And anybody got any suggestions? Okay, real quick, anybody can help clues with face ID. This is Shree. Go ahead. Um, I'm having the same problem as you're having. Um, I'm going down and cancel, put the phone in front of my face. It says enter password. Uh, I'm not yeah. exactly, I suspect I'm probably not holding it correctly uh, at maybe at the face level. Uh, because if I do hold it, 
you know, if I consciously think about holding it at the face level, it seems to work. But I would say I get probably 30% that it's failing. So I would just suggest re-recording it too. That's another option. Just cancel it and then redo the recording of your face. And then remember, that they, there's, yeah, go ahead, Brad. Keep in mind, the uh, Face ID only works with the iPhone in portrait view. And that means that if, for example, if you're lying, if you're lying down, the, the portrait view of the phone has to be parallel to your face when it's right side up. So if you're lying on your side, it's got to be sideways. If you're sitting upright, it's got to be upright. If you're somewhere right. in between, I, it's got to be aligned you. with your face. Okay. I get you. Yeah. You want to um, hold it about 12 to 14 inches from your face. Mm-hmm. And um, depending upon if you've got attention turned on, you, your eyes got to be looking at it. Right. Yeah, and I got prosthetic eyes, and then you know, and they got attention turned you, off. Then yeah, yeah, turn off yeah they recommend you turn attention off. Okay, so what we would suggest is try to either try some of those things, or try re-recording it. Remember, circle your face like in a big right. circle. It gives you instructions. Yeah. All right, so guys, this we is have Keith, to, real quick. Go ahead. I was going to say, I also uh, I took my picture without or set up my photo ID without my headphones in. And if I right. have my headphones in, it will not even take when my yeah. headphones are in. Okay. Yeah. It's that right. sensitive. That's going to be the end of our discussion tonight. Thank you, everybody. And uh, please come and back. And what, what were you going to demo? Oh, well, we'll find out next week, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess so, we will. Yeah, you will. You will. Thursday, come back for Trekkie Talk. Friday, the movie is Gandhi. All right, a classic. And then we're off and then come back on Monday. All right, good night. I come back for mini buzz tomorrow on the clubhouse from five o'clock to six o'clock central time. All right, thank you all for all your participation. Thank you, Brad, for all your help. And we're done. Hey, my pleasure. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Good night. Thank you.